0: You are Locked On, Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what is going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On, Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast, we take a dive into all things Kentucky. Athletics on today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. We are going to be discussing Yuguna Onyenzo returning for the Wildcats. It's gonna kind of help us unravel the front court situation for Kentucky basketball. Also, going to be discussing Chris Livingston deciding to enter his name into the 2023 NBA draft. Gonna talk about what that means, gonna give my thoughts about whether or not he will stay or return for Kentucky and we're just going to talk about the roster as a whole. I think that this is a a very interesting time for Kentucky and what they want to do in the transfer portal, and I think that now they can finally start to make some moves despite being relatively unactive so far uh, this cycle. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. I want to remind everybody out there that we are free and available on all platforms, and if you would please go ahead and do so, subscribe to Kentucky. The show. If you're watching on YouTube, we're trying to get to 4,000 subscribers. We are getting very close in a very short amount of time here over the last four weeks. We also uh, would really appreciate it if you would go ahead and follow on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And if you would leave a review, uh, preferably five stars, please. Uh, that would mean a ton to us as well. So let's go ahead and get into it. You gonna onionzo five-star big man, depending on where you look. Five-star big man returning for the Kentucky Wildcats, we talked about this on yesterday's show, essentially saying the longer that this goes on, it feels like he's going to be coming back uh, for the Wildcats. And it was probably, I think most people would agree, uh, the wrong decision to enter into the transfer portal to begin with. I think the assumption uh, by his uncle, who was the one that made the decision, uh, was that there would be better opportunities financially, and then I think playing time-wise for Onyenzo as well out there, Turned out not to be the case. Kentucky's probably the best place for him to be, best place for him to stay. And I think for next year's roster, this is the best thing that could have happened for Kentucky. And I know some of you out there are going to say, say well, what about Oscar Shibwe coming back? We'll get to that in a second. But I think gonna Onyenso returning for Kentucky may be the biggest announcement of the offseason. And here's why. What was the biggest concern for Kentucky fans last year when it came to glaring weaknesses for this squad? It was the defense, right? Statistically, this defense was one of the worst Cal has had, at least according to Ken Palm. The rim protection was not there for Kentucky last year. Oscar Shibwe at 6'9 was not able to consistently protect the rim. In fact, he was one of Kentucky's I would argue, worst defenders uh, that they had last season, just giving up crucial baskets whenever Kentucky needed stops the most. And that was consistent throughout the year. And I'm not going to sit here and bash on Shibway because we're going to talk about what he could be for Kentucky next season if he were to return. But Ugunna and Yenzo, in his very limited action that he got for the Wildcats, he was a defensive menace. Sean Venzel of Hoops Insight, I'm not going to steal his numbers. I would encourage you guys. To go and look at Hoops Insight, uh, just search him up. He's got a great newsletter. And take a look at some of the numbers, if you would, pay for his newsletter about Ugandan Yenzo and what his block rates were and how just effective he was in such a short amount of time defending the rim and keeping Kentucky in contest or and giving them the edge at different points. He had 16 blocks uh, across 110 minutes last season. Averaged 2.5 points per game, 2.6 rebounds. He shot 52.9% from the floor. Only took seven free throws. So I, I want to be very clear here uh, in identifying the fact that this kid did not play a lot last year. As I know some people may be thinking, oh, he was the backup center to Sheebway You know, we, we, we remember seeing him in this, there, this, that, and the other. Kentucky fans, I think you know this, but I want to reiterate it just to be clear This is, I still think, a work in progress when it comes to Uganda Onienzo's development. I think that he still needs another offseason and maybe another non-con slate to help him really develop into the player that the Wildcats want him to be. Is he ready to be a starting center? I don't know. But he is a very, very valuable returnee because he does what Kentucky lacked last season, which is defend the rim, give him some more time, give him a little bit more development. And I think that Kentucky is going to be very happy that they return this kid on roster. You look at the roster overall though. And again, I ask the question, is you going to a starting center in the sec right now? I think opinions can differ on this. I think that you could say yes and, and, and give your reasons why I think you could say no and give your reasons why, all I know is this. You can't just have you gonna Onyenzo and Lance Ware at your center spot next season. I've said my piece about Lance Ware on this show. I'm not going to continue to give my thoughts on it unless people ask me questions about it because I, I hate to be so negative. I just think that Kentucky would be best served either getting Sheewe back to pair with Onyenzo or getting a transfer. At this point... Hunter Dickinson, transfer from Michigan. It doesn't look like Kentucky's in the lead for his services. In fact, just, I believe, today, uh, it was announced that Dickinson would be setting visits with Maryland and Georgetown, uh, two spots that are closer to home for him. He would be doing that after he got back from a trip from Mexico. So I I think that Kentucky can still pursue him, can still make a case for him, pairing him up with Ugana Yenzo. But reality is, guys, and I, and I want to be ahead of this in case there's, a, there's a, a frustration, I don't want to say a meltdown, or a frustration that Kentucky didn't get the guy that we all really wanted. It's so hard, I think, now with the transfer portal in place to please certain players that want playing time. This kid, Hunter Dickinson, is, is heralded as the best player available in the transfer portal. It, it, one of the best, if not the best. He's going to want to get the minutes wherever he goes. I think that with you gun on roster, it's great that he came back. How much of Yenzo's motivation was playing time related. I think that that would factor into this. I don't have an answer to that for you, but what I can say is regardless Hunter Dickinson, seeing that Kentucky's bringing back a highly touted recruit to once again, see if they can develop him into a shot blocker and a defender would probably make him stray away from not necessarily interest with Kentucky, but going all out and being excited about coming to the Wildcats as opposed to a place like Maryland or Georgetown, two different spots that he's closer to home to. So while I would love to have Dickinson on the roster to pair up with Onyenzo, I think that that ship is beginning to sail. The anchor has not been taken off uh, off the bottom of the reef yet, but people are starting to tug on it. We'll we'll keep that situation uh, uh, on on deck here. Um, need to stop with the pirate ship references, but Oscar Sheebway, I think at this point it feels like he's likely to stay in the draft. Does it not? I think that Kentucky may want to look at their options for a stretch four to pair with Aaron Bradshaw. And then maybe a backup center. I think that they could be looking at that at this point. We'll talk about what maybe this uh, this small forward rotation looks like. I think Kentucky has the ability to round things into form here with the solution of Onyenso returning and Chris Livingston going. I just want to see them now implement that. So give me your thoughts on this rotation now that Uganda Onyenso is coming back. Aaron Bradshaw, Hugo, what does Kentucky do? Do they try and get Oscar Sheepway to come back? Do they get a transfer portal player instead? I think they have to get a stretch four type to be, to pair with Bradshaw to be behind him. Do you agree with that? Do you disagree with that? You can leave that all in the YouTube comments below, or you can hit me on the socials at LockedOnUK. Chris Livingston has declared for the NBA draft. I also think that this was a good thing for Kentucky. Going to tell you why in just a second. Before we get to that, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever. That's Built. You have got to try Built Bars. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices but you don't necessarily want to compromise taste, it's Built Bar. You have to go with them. They also have Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy, and they taste amazing. Seriously, they taste so amazing, you won't even think that they're good for you. What makes Built Bars so good, you ask? Well, for starters, it's the big one. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, and they come in unbelievably great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. If you've been listening to this show for the year and a half that I've been doing it, you know since the jump. I've been a fan of cookies and cream built bars. I've also really enjoyed the puffs as well as the first team first ever protein infused marshmallow. I'm not sure how bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. That's the trade-off here. It tastes really, really good. And they're really, really good for you. 130 calories, four grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. They're phenomenal. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. So for years, we've been talking about, you know, ordering built bars at built.com, but now you can get them at your local Walmart, Sam's Club as well, while you can still get your specialty flavors uh, all over at built.com. So head to your nearest Walmart today, walk into the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of built bars. You can get a four bar box, or if you go to Sam's Club, you can get a 13 bar box with the hit flavors, brownie batter, uh, puff and churro puff. Again, really, really, really good stuff there. Tastes great. Great for you. You got to try them and you can thank me later. Alright, continuing along here on the Thursday edition of Locked On, Kentucky Lance Dahl hanging out here with you. Before we get to Chris Livingston, I have a couple things that I want to point out to you guys. Uh, first of all, this is something that I, that I do just about every single show here. Uh, the Locked On College Basketball Podcast is, I think, the best college basketball podcast out there uh, selects, uh, amongst a select few. Um, I think actually, just based on my analytics, some of you guys already listened to some of the best uh, locked or excuse me, some of the best uh, college basketball shows out there, uh, which I can appreciate. Um, but the Locked On College Basketball podcast with Isaac Shade and Andy Patton, I mean, they're extremely solid. They bring on coaches, they bring on experts. I just hopped on the show on yesterday's episode to talk about Kentucky. You would be a fool if you did not check them out. They are wherever you get your podcast. They are also on YouTube. You need to go pick them up. And then the other thing I want to talk about here before we get to Chris Livingston, I want to say this in the middle of the show so that maybe some of you some of you get to, to hear it before we, before we get later on. This has been uh, a, a crazy month for the podcast. It's been a great, great month. And I want to sh- shout everybody out that listens, that comments, that supports the channel, that's been subscribing, that's been hopping on the wagon here as we get into the off season. I want to thank you. I don't think I've done that enough. This has been a really, really, really good month for the show. Best month ever by a mile. And so I want to thank you guys for that. And I just want to appreciate uh, what we're doing here. So continue to subscribe. Continue to like the videos. T- continue to give me your questions so that I can answer them on shows. Um, I really appreciate you guys. I love engaging with you. I love talking about this stuff with you guys. Um, and, and I really do think that we're starting to make a little community here uh, within the within this channel. So Again, really appreciate everybody that watches and, and has uh, joined along here uh, over the past month. So Chris Livingston is gone. He has declared for the NBA draft, and I think he's going to stay. I'm going to say that right off the bat. Congratulations. If you if that's the information you came for, you can go ahead and head out. I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't, but I think that he's going to stay in the NBA draft. So Livingston, uh, just uh, about what? I would say that it was sometime late yesterday afternoon posted to Instagram. I believe he posted to Twitter as well. He said, UK family basketball means everything to me. And it was a dream of mine to be part of an incredible basketball program like the university of Kentucky. Thank you to big blue nation, my teammates and all the coaches and staff for your support from middle school, high school and AAU to now many people have helped motivate and inspire me to achieve my goals. Thank you to my mom grandparents, brother, and sister for the sacrifices that they made along the way. With that being said, I'm declaring for the 2023 NBA draft, it's only up from here. So a couple of things I want to note about that post there. He starts the, the, uh, the thank you off by saying it was a dream of mine to be a part of an incredible basketball program like Kentucky. The phrasing there indicates that he is moving on he said it's been a it's been a great opportunity to be a part of this but i am declaring for the draft and it sounds like he's saying i'm going to be gone because it's only up from here right it's only up from this point I, he did not say in his original post that he would be maintaining his collegiate eligibility the kentucky basketball twitter account Tweeted the same thing. Tweeted the same graphic out and noted in their caption that he would be maintaining his college eligibility. I know a lot of beat writers off Ripward were questioning this about well, is he actually going to be coming potentially coming back or not? Didn't mention it. Got some clarity, and even then, most people are saying I don't think he's coming back, folks, and and I don't think he is either. I think that it would make more sense for him to take the next step and get. Drafted potentially in the first round if he can look at this year's roster at small forward and power forward. You have two guys that are going to demand the basketball. Take a look at Chris Livingston's stats from this season. 6.3 points, 4.2 rebounds, less than an assist shot 43% from the field and 30.5% from deep. Statistically, those are not bad numbers, but those are not good numbers. Now, rewind back to what I just said a second ago. Aaron Bradshaw and Justin Edwards, the two spots Livingston would be playing, do we honestly think that John Calipari is going to let Chris Livingston even split minutes with a guy like Justin Edwards or Aaron Bradshaw? I would be hard-pressed to say yes. I don't think that 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 would be the case. So for Livingston, it makes more sense. Now that Kentucky's ushering in new players at that spot – to go into the draft considering people are thinking so highly of him still and make your money because you're going to be, I think, overshadowed on next year's roster. I think that that would just be the situation. It makes makes sense for him to go. And I think it's good for Kentucky that he leaves and he stays because I think what Kentucky uses to replace him will be, I think, offensively a little more efficient. What do I mean by that? Well, Antonio Reeves has not announced whether or not he will be going to the NBA draft or whether or not he will be staying at Kentucky. It's interesting to note the thing about Reeves is that he can't graduate in May. So he would have to come back to school somewhere or he'd have to enter the portal. I think he's going to, now that this move with Livingston has been made, I think he's going to come back. CJ Frederick, I'm going to be honest with you, don't really have an opinion on it. If he comes back, okay. If he leaves, okay. Wish him the best of luck. Uh, to him and his uh, his his now fiancé, um, excited for him and, and wherever life takes him, whether it's overseas or or whatever he wants to do. Not hating on him. Just saying, for a guy like Reeves, it would be beneficial, I think, to come back to Kentucky because even though Reeves was not the focal point of the offense last year, I don't think his expectation is to go and be the focal point of the offense somewhere this year. And if he comes back to Kentucky... I guarantee you, I guarantee you, even with Justin Edwards out there, even with DJ Wagner out there, I think that there are going to be games where Antonio Reese pops off. He scores 15 to 20, and Kentucky rides the hot hand. If he comes back, he's able to continue to display the basketball that he showed last year, which is, hey, I can play in the SEC. I can shoot in the SEC for dag, I'm sure. I can play this style of basketball at this level and I want to be able to continue to prove that. I think that that may be one of the best mentality for him to take, just assuming, just guessing here. And then on top of all of that, I don't know what he how he feels about potentially making a championship run, but how many other teams out there are going to give him the role that he would feel okay with, a situation that he would be comfortable with, the NIL money that he would be that he would like to get. And then also have the championship aspirations that Kentucky does. I can hear some of you saying already, Kansas, Duke, North Carolina, Texas. I can see some of those schools out there, but how many of them would be a better spot for Reeves on roster compared to a to a Kentucky a place that he's already at? I think that there's comfortability in the position that Reeves would be in and I think it would make sense for a variety of reasons. So Chris Livingston leaving for the NBA draft, I think he's going to stay, and on top of that, I think that it's good for Kentucky because it opens up the door for Reeves to come back, and I think that he would be great with Justin Edwards. I think those two would be very, very fun at small forward, and at that point, you'd have to get a stretch four. If Shibwe doesn't come back, I think you would have to get a, a backup center, or if you really like your stretch four, you can let them rotate in between the two. But your roster starts to come together now. Now that you've got onions, I was declared to come, or rather he's announced he's going to come back. Now that Chris Livingston is declared, things start to fall into place. Again, if you've got any comments on this, if you've got any thoughts, you can leave it in the YouTube comments below or hit me on the socials. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter at Lance Stahl underscore, and you can follow the show over on Instagram. That is at Kentucky Podcast. Questions, comments, concerns, you can leave them all in the YouTube comments below or hit me on the socials. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked on Kentucky. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and God bless.